Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Hello everybody, I'm Dr. Charles Abiodun welcoming you to this week's podcast. I'm glad you're part of this week's edition and I know the Lord will bless you abundantly in the name of Jesus. This week we are looking at the kingdom of God. That's a topic. The kingdom of God. Our text is taken from Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9 to verse 13. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9 to verse 13. I'm reading from the New King James Version. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The kingdom of God. I believe we all know what a kingdom is. A kingdom is a country governed by a king or a queen, an area over which someone has complete control. The kingdom of God is where we have the rule of God. And Romans chapter 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom of God is a kingdom where frivolities are not entertained. There is no occasion to gratify the flesh. It's not given to meat and drink. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15, the Bible says, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. The kingdom of God is a kingdom where righteousness, peace, and joy are exalted, where love and joy reign in the heart of the subjects. What is righteousness? Righteousness is a moral attribute of God, which is imparted to everyone who comes to God, the Father, through God the Son, Jesus Christ. Psalm 119, verse 142 says, Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That's talking about God making Jesus Christ to become sin for us who, who he who knew no sin was made sin for us. Jesus knew no sin. The Bible says he was tempted in all ways yet without sin. He was made sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. And what is peace? Peace is an inner tranquility that comes through the knowledge of God through Jesus Christ. In John chapter 14 verse 27, Jesus said there, he said, peace I live with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, Paul was speaking to the Philippians there. He said, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's talking about peace. It's supernatural. It's not something that man can create or make. It's something that comes from God through Christ Jesus. And what is joy? Joy is an inner state of contentment and fulfillment, which is not dependent on external, but internal strength, drawn from knowing God through Jesus Christ. 
In John chapter 15, verse 11, Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. He was speaking to the disciples there. And in James chapter 1, verse 2, we read there, say, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. So in, even in trials, the joy is, should still be there because it's not based on external factors, but comes from within, being in Christ Jesus, from the Spirit of God that is in us. It is important to know that there is the spiritual kingdom and there is the physical kingdom. When Jesus says the kingdom of God is within you, he is referring to the spiritual kingdom within the regenerated born-again believer. He said that in Luke chapter 17, if you read verses 20 and 21, he says, yeah, Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God will come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there. For indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus was referring to the spiritual kingdom there. And when he teaches his disciples to pray, your kingdom come. He's talking about the physical kingdom, the millennial kingdom, and the eternal state in which he will reign eternally. Which only those who have the spiritual kingdom within them can participate in. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's talking about the physical kingdom that will come when Jesus returns to rule with the rod of iron. Hallelujah. In this message, the kingdom of God is taken as a fusion of these two, as you cannot have the one and not have the other. You cannot be part of the physical kingdom without being a partaker of the spiritual kingdom. That is, you must be born again for you to partake in the spiritual kingdom and also in the physical kingdom. Now let's look at how do you become a, Christ, a citizen of the kingdom? How do you become a citizen of the kingdom, the kingdom of God? There is only one way of becoming a citizen of the kingdom. You must be born again. John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, said Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And he went on to say in verse 5 of that same John chapter 3, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So you must be born of the Spirit of God before you can enter the kingdom of God. And what is expected of you as a citizen of the kingdom? You must accept and walk in the kingdom like a little child. In Luke chapter 18, verses 16 and 17, Jesus called his disciples there and said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, by no means, will by no means enter it. Say, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, will by no means enter it. So that means you must have a childlike faith in God, and you must accept the things of God like a child. You must walk in the kingdom like a little child. Childlike faith in God, believe Him, stay on His word, stay with Him, and you can be sure you will be walking in the kingdom and you obtain the benefits of the kingdom. What are the characteristics of being in the kingdom of God. The characteristics, number one, is childlike faith in God. You have a childlike faith in God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. 
So you must have a childlike faith in God. Number two, you must have a childlike fervency for the things of God. Childlike fervency in the things of God. You must be fervent in the things of God. Revelation chapter 3 verse 16 says, So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. That was Jesus' verdict to the church of, I mean, the church at uh, Laodicea. So you must be hot, fervent, fervent for the Lord, not lukewarm. And then number three, childlike friendship, not given to malice, but love. Matthew chapter 5, verses 44 and 45. Jesus spoke there on his sermon on the mount. He said, but I said to you, love your enemies, bless those who cause you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Number four, childlike freedom. Because of your trust in God, you become free from every form of bondage. You're free to serve God, delivered to live to please Him. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. Hallelujah. And then number five, childlike fearlessness. No fear of the future, no fear of the devil, no fear of anything. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's what Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says. So for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Now what is your reward? Or what is the reward that you obtain as a citizen of the kingdom? What is your reward? As a citizen of the kingdom. Number one, righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 again. Say, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So, as a citizen of the kingdom, you obtain the righteousness of God. Not the righteousness of man that is a filthy rack. But you obtain the righteousness by coming to Christ Jesus, the righteousness of God. Number two, you have peace. The peace of God in you. The peace of God. In fact, you have the peace from God, you have peace with God, and you have the peace of God. Hallelujah. And that peace of God comes through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that your requests be made known to God. Then verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Then number 3, there's the joy of the Holy Spirit that dwells in your heart. Psalm 116, I mean, Psalm 16, verse 11, Psalm 16, verse 11, say, You will show me the path of life in your presence, is fullness of joy at your right hand, are pleasures forevermore. So you have the joy that comes by the Holy Spirit when you are a citizen of that kingdom. Number four, eternal life. John chapter 6, verse 68, Simon Peter answered, he answered Jesus, answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Jesus has the words of eternal life. God has the words of eternal life. And that's why when you are in that citizen, you have that eternal life. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is eternal, beloved. Lay hold upon it and become a citizen so that you can inherit eternal life. Perhaps you are out there, you are... You don't know anything about the kingdom of God. You are not a citizen of that kingdom. You don't, you're not a partaker of that kingdom. I want to give you this invitation right now to come into that kingdom. And all you need to do is to genuinely repent of your sins, forsake them, repent of them, and turn unto the Lord. And he will accept you. And you can just say these words after me if you really want to come into that kingdom, which I'm appealing you, I mean, to you to do, to 
let go of your sins, let go of your old ways, and turn unto Jesus, and He will save you. Just say with me this word, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless your name, O Lord, for your children who have taken the bold decision to come to you this day, turning away from their sin, repenting of their sins, and saying they want to begin to follow in your footsteps, O Lord Jesus. Lord, you say whoever comes unto you, you will not reject. I pray as these ones come unto you this hour, this moment, that you will not reject them in the name of Jesus. You will accept them, O Lord, and you will fill them with your spirit to begin to live right for you in the name of Jesus. They have severed their allegiance to the devil. I declare that from today, the devil will have no grip or influence upon them anymore. But they will begin to trample upon serpents, upon scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. And they will not be harmed in any way, in the name of Jesus. And having started well now, Lord, laying their hands onto the plow, they will never look back. They will continue with you until the final day. When, Lord, they will be rewarded with other saints for faithfulness, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen them, O Lord God, and let them keep walking right with you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to congratulate you for the bold decision you've taken to come to know the Lord, to have him as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to bless the name of the Lord on your behalf. And I want you to please know that the Bible says all things are passed away and you have become a new creature. I want you to know that as you begin to walk with the Lord from now on, all things are gone and God will begin to do new things in your life. Because you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of the devil, to the kingdom of light, the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want to counsel with you that to please look for a Bible-believing church around you. Begin to worship with them, begin to fellowship with them. And as you do that, you begin to learn more of the things of God, of the things of the Spirit. You begin to study the Word with them, begin to witness with them, begin to do a lot of things that will build your faith, that will build your fellowship with God. And as you do that, you become mature in the things of God and the kingdom of God becomes, I mean, something real to you, something more, I mean, very important to you, something that becomes, I mean, part and parcel of your life and you begin to reap the benefits of belonging to that kingdom. Please do that. Join a Bible-believing church. Begin to grow with that church. Begin to fellowship with that church. Begin to worship with that church. And the Lord will build you in the name of Jesus. And perhaps you have any question, any query that you want, you need answers to, please feel free to contact me on the telephone number that will be dictated at the end of this podcast. Or you can reach me through the email address that will be dictated at the end of the podcast. The Lord bless you. Before we bring the podcast to a close, let's quickly say some few prayers. And the first prayer point we have here says, My Father and my God, keep my faith alive, vibrant and uncompromising in you. Keep me fervent in my work with you, hot and not lukewarm, diligent and not slothful. My Father and my God, keep my faith alive, vibrant and uncompromising in you. Keep me fervent in my work with you, hot and not lukewarm, diligent and not slothful. 
prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, O Lord, that you keep my faith alive, vibrant, and uncompromising in you in the name of Jesus. Keep me fervent in my walk with you, Lord God. Oh, heart and look not lukewarm, diligent and not slothful in the name of Jesus. Keep my faith alive, O Lord, vibrant and uncompromising in you. Keep me fervent in my walk with you, heart and not lukewarm, diligent and not slothful. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray. So, second prayer point. Say, my Father and my God, grant me the grace to always give full expression to your love in my heart. Let your love in me keep me living in freedom and dominion. My Father and my God, grant me the grace to always give full expression to your love in my heart. Let your love in me keep me living in freedom and dominion. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray, Lord God, that you grant me the grace to always give full expression to your love in my heart. In the name of Jesus, let your love in me keep me living in freedom and dominion. In the name of Jesus, grant me the grace, Lord, to always give full expression to your love in my heart. Let your love in me keep me living in freedom and dominion. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray to my Father and my God. Deliver me permanently from the spirit of fear and of anxiety. Let your peace continue to reign in my heart, keeping me overcoming the devices of the enemy. My Father and my God, deliver me permanently from the spirit of fear and of anxiety. Let your peace continue to reign in my heart, keeping me overcoming the devices of the enemy. Prayer. My Father and my God, deliver me permanently, Lord, from the spirit of fear and of anxiety. In the name of Jesus, let your peace continue to reign in my heart, keeping me overcoming the devices of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, deliver me, Lord God, permanently from the spirit of fear, from the spirit of anxiety. In the name of Jesus, let your peace continue to reign in my heart, keeping me overcoming the devices of the enemy. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. Bless your name and worship you for this week's podcast. Thank you for your word to us, O Lord God. Thank you for introducing to us the kingdom of God, your beautiful kingdom, the kingdom of light, the kingdom that you desire for all humanity, the kingdom that you desire for all men. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for Jesus Christ who had given us the privilege, the opportunity to be able to partake in this kingdom. Lord, I pray for my listeners today, O Lord God, that as many as have had this message this hour, this moment, O Lord, the desire to belong to that kingdom, Lord, let it be in their heart in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, nothing, nothing, nothing will make them to lose that kingdom in the name of Jesus. Wherever they are right now, Lord God, whatever situation they are passing through and is making them to feel discouraged, Lord God, I receive encouragement for their hearts and I declare, O Lord God, that Father, because they desire you, Lord God, you will walk out your way in their lives. You give them victory. You make them to keep living in dominion that the powers of the enemy will not be able to bring them under in the name of Jesus. But they will keep trampling upon serpents, upon scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. And they will keep walking in victory all their days, being made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for every listener today, O Lord God. Oh, Father, the grace to walk right with you, Lord, that they will receive it and they will keep living in your kingdom, that that spiritual kingdom, Lord, will be in them right now, Lord God. And when the time comes, when your kingdom comes, Lord God, they will be a partaker of that physical kingdom in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Pray for everyone that when we'll be seen again next week, it shall be for joy, shall be for celebration. In the name of Jesus, that the Lord will continue to walk with you and you will continue to find him faithful. You continue to testify of his goodness in your life, in your home, in your affairs, in the name of Jesus. It shall continue to be well with you. You're going out and you're coming in. His angels will keep watching over you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thanks, beloved, for being part of this week's podcast. Appreciate every one of you. God bless you real good. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week for another edition. I know the Lord will continue to keep you and uphold you and every member of your household and shall continue to be well with you all in the name of Jesus. Until next week, by God's grace, when we meet again for another episode, I am Dr. Chasa Biodun saying, remain blessed and keep loving Jesus. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus 234-809-623-7300. Plus 234-809-623-7300. Or you can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.